0: All right, now we're
1: all right. Good. <laughs>
0: yeah. If this goes perfectly, it'll be a miracle.
1: <laughs> it probably that's that's how it goes, dude. That's, that's how uh, everything is. Always. Yeah. And, uh,
0: like we were talking about before, you know, you're no stranger to talking into a microphone, so I appreciate you. Yeah. sharing with me. Yeah.
1: No worries. And I know, I know the the camera. I mean, the only thing that isn't going wrong is like a gimbal in here, right? You know what I mean. <laughs> so we
0: we could introduce another variable, flying yeah. drone or something, right? You know? Right. Yeah. Trees. Yeah. yeah. No doubt. Schaefer. Yeah. I am so glad that you're here. A little bit of uh, background for the audience for for those that don't know who you are, and to sort of frame up really why I'm so excited about this conversation. So, you are a hunter. Yep. A firefighter. Yeah. <laughs> A, I'm gonna call it a rising hip hop star <laughs> whose song just charted. Super yep. excited to, to dive into that stuff. Um, but more importantly, maybe not more importantly, but the real reason why I've been super excited to pick your brain. and I, I told you this when I you know when I messaged you on on Instagram. I've been a huge fan of your music for a long time, but I'm an even bigger fan of your message. And the way that you are super positive, and inspiring and motivating and authentic and i think part of what i'm can't wait to you know pick your brain about is these realities that you know we have the the firefighter hunter uh you know realities um also then you know all the hip-hop stuff and i just think it's really cool because (laughs) on paper those things don't line up, sense. you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So do you mind humor me with the backstory? Uh, you know, I, 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 became aware of you, uh, maybe 18 months ago, a year ago, maybe, you know, it's okay. not, not, not way long ago. And I know that you've been, uh, you know, having some success well before then, but I'd love to hear your story, especially from, from the music side of things. Yeah. Have you been doing this your whole life? How did, how did all this get started?
1: Yeah, it's been a long time. Um I have been so to start like from the beginning um I've always loved music. It's always been something that was my passion, something that interested me. Um the way that I connected to it, the way that I felt like artist um could explain the way that I was feeling and it made me feel uh like not not al- not necessarily not alone, but like I someone I could relate to, right? And so since I was young, like elementary, I've loved music. I wanted to do music. Um, there's actually a video out there of uh, I don't know if it's out there, but I know I know some people that have it of uh, me like in elementary school, like playing a guitar with my best friend and like jamming out, like pretending like we were Def Leppard and stuff. And so I didn't actually like hip hop growing up. Um, I guess until I was still young uh in my teenage junior high era or whatever is kind of when I started to to switch to that um but before that i I tried to play the guitar, mid punk music uh, excuse me um and that was kind of what I did when when I kind of got in my teens, um I started going uh fishing we have a lake here in Utah. It's called Pine View and I they have a fish in it called the uh, Tiger Muskies. So Are Yeah? Yeah. Have yeah. you ever fished for him? Yeah. <laughs> so so we started going Tiger Muskie fishing, me and my brother Mark. And he we would be driving around listening to underground hip hop. Not like mainstream, but like that underground, um, real deep lyrical hip hop. And we'd be like out on our float too. like we'd like J-rig a little uh like radio floating in like a thing bumping music rapping along to the lyrics and i started rapping along with the rappers and and i loved it and i I was like man this is dope and i was with my brother and it was probably just a good memory of like or a good experience of like a good time with my family yeah and uh so i started rapping um when i got into high school the high school i went to um doesn't actually exist anymore it was a school called granite here and um you need adjusting something? No, nah, we're good. We're good? Okay. So uh uh at that school there was a lot of kids that were doing like um like battle raps. And are you familiar with battle raps? Yeah. And yeah. So they'd be battle rapping and I'd go watch, right? And I was just like rapping. And I I started kind of like, okay, I want to do this. So I got into it. Like I got started getting into these battles and I got destroyed. Like annihilated, bro. And uh when, because of uh, because of the freestyle
0: nature of that, like, be, do you feel like you know some of that early learning curve was just cause lack I, of preparation, or just, you just were going for it? Just because I suck, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? I wasn't <laughs> yeah. good. Like when
1: you're, you know, when you start at something, you're not good. Yeah, you know, and I was probably like, I don't know, like 15 or something, and I just wasn't good. But I, I have a really like, I get obsessed with things. And that's kind of the way my brain works, and I just think about it. I work at it all the time, and like I can't shut that off. So like I started practicing, started like learning how to freestyle, learning how to battle, and and I got good where I could. I I started winning and like crushing and doing these things right, and got good. I started getting good at it. So I remember doing a battle one day, and I I just like annihilated this dude. And I got off the stage, and my brother was watching. Or, or it wasn't really a, straight, a stage, but it was like some like hood, you know, ghetto the stage. Spot, yeah, yeah the, the ghetto spot. And I went up to him, like kind of feeling like the man, you know, like man, I just killed it, you know. And I was, I was, you know, cussing and, and you know, doing a lot of things I don't do now. And he was just kind of like, "Yeah, that's cool, but uh, like, that's not who you are." And it, like, crushed me. Mm. Like, it, it affected me that I, s- I actually stopped, like, battling. And I stopped kind of um, getting into that. And that's not me, like, knocking it because there's a huge culture behind it and a lot of rappers that do it. And, like, I love I love that side of it. Like, it's still something that, like, I, I respect MCs that can do it. But it just wasn't for me. So uh, I started writing music and rapping. And at the time, I wasn't doing the most, like, positive things in high school or whatever and just like the rest of us yeah just like the rest of us like in school doing stupid things slough. but
0: yeah <laughs> yeah well you know you're in utah when someone d- uses what, what do you guys slough? call it <laughs> ditching all right ditching school
1: <laughs> yeah so and uh you know i'd be i'd be writing music though while i was doing it and that's where i developed um like i enjoyed telling stories with my music yeah like about the things that I was going through, and I started to really, you know, incorporate that aspect of my music. Um,
0: so, and I think that's it's so interesting because I think that's one of the the coolest things about you is the authenticity that you're bringing to your craft. Now, I mean, it's a true art form, and you're doing it in such a unique way with the authentic storytelling and the authentic messaging. That is, I, I think, safe to say you know uh, not mainstream in the world of hip-hop you mm-hmm. know in, in terms of the the things that you share about and the things that you tell about when he made that comment about that's not you was he referring to the art or the 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 persona that you kind of felt that, that you were falling into in that scene and and that the art form is you or help me unpack that a little bit because I think, one of the interesting things you said early on there and i think it's, it's it's right aligned with why i've been so excited to speak with you is the you mentioned early on about being able to connect with music and you know not feel alone and like you know go through stuff through music and i think that's that's why music's one of the most powerful art forms in my opinion is cuz it's got this ability to make people feel something and i think that that's, that's what true. you've nailed now with this this authenticity that you bring to it so I'm curious, you know, coming back to that that comment of of that it's not you now that you've got the benefit of hindsight. Yeah. Was it because the art form was being portrayed in not an authentic way or was it more of like hey you maybe need to look at the art form? Any idea on, you know, cuz it sounded like that was pretty impactful the the statement at the time.
1: Yeah. Um I don't think it was necessarily like him saying the art form itself was was bad. It's just me as a person, I wouldn't attack a person mm. regular, like on a regular basis. Oh, right. So instead, it was <laughs>
0: instead of storytelling, it was
1: it was the yeah the
0: attacking nature of 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 that platform. Yeah, okay, and and got like
1: it. And, and and along with that, like like battle hip hop is not it's not really personal, right? Like it's a it's a craft that, that they, you create, I mean, like a lot of like, like there's a big, uh, battle, um, community here, which is like awesome. And I respect it. And the work that they put in is amazing. Sure. Um, they're creating, um, they're preparing, they're creating, they're doing these things and it's not a personal, uh, most times it's not a personal, right? Sometimes it is, but you know, for me as a person, I don't, I don't really connect with that too much just because like I connect with the work of like doing that but I wouldn't do that and and the state that that it puts you in like I just that's not who I am and I think um, my brother being you know one of the closest people to me he knows who I am and he knows that I wouldn't normally kind of use something that I build to attack Mm. right and and I think that's what he meant and honestly it just bothered me. Like, I, I really didn't think about it too much. I, I was just kind of like, I felt like the man, and then he shot me down. And and it, you know, obviously, um, you know, reflects into what, what I ended up doing with it because I still loved rap. I still loved making music, uh, coming up with what I do. Yeah. So I just had to do it a different way that was more authentic to who I am, you know? and And I feel like you've <laughs> nailed that now, and it's so cool to see, like, Um, and I, I
0: I apologize. I don't remember. It's who am I or who I am, the title of the song, but about mental health and, you know, firefighting. I'm a, I'm a volunteer firefighter and and an EMT at my, I I live in a very rural little volunteer district for perspective. We have like 200 calls per year, but when we have them. They're serious. They're real. You know, yeah, there's two main highways that go through. Mm-hmm. It's very rural, you know, farmers and, and whatever. And if somebody's calling 911, you know, they're, they're needing it. Yeah. Um, and I volunteered for, I'm on my sixth year now or my seventh year. Nice. But, you know, another example of where this art form that you're developing is speaking such truths in such a profound way to, I think, new audiences, you know, that, that more of the the standard hip hop doesn't you know I, I don't know of a single other hip hop song about firefighter mental health you yeah, know what I mean yeah and I think that it's it's cool because my my opinion at least would be that that's where you're starting to see this exposure now mm-hmm. and this this explosive growth that you're kind of experiencing which remind me I want to talk about yeah is is I think because people understand that, that it's coming from a real place like it's coming from you know real real stories so tell me about that timeline from when you started writing you know we we evolved from Mm -hmm. from the the battle rap side of things to more of the you know storytelling how many years ago was that
1: probably 15 wow yeah 15 i'm 33 now so i was 15 there. 15 to 18 years yeah so yeah i know i look like i'm like 15 still (laughs) but like i yeah um yeah, and it was a process, right? Like I think just like growing up, you don't you don't fully knew who, know who you are, and and you're influenced, right? Like my influences. Everyone asks me, right? Like, what's what's your biggest hip hop influence? Like, is it Eminem? Is it is it? And it's not. It's not like one person. It's not one thing. I've been influenced by many things, and um, so within that 15 years of working at it, trying to, like, develop sound, develop, you know, I've I've tried everything, like, I've tried making beats, uh, the production side. I I, I think it all has, you know, it all has a play in, in becoming who I am as an artist because, you know, you don't just figure it out. Like, it's not just, like, I just came out with a dope song that did well. Like, it's, like, from that point... I went and I started writing music and started learning how to story tell. Then I started recording songs by myself on, like, not very good equipment. And they weren't very good songs, to be honest. And then it was, like, I moved from that stage. And I have so many people that were, you know, I have a friend. His name's Ben Blackburn. Uh, He goes by Lennox. He's on my song Salted. Uh, I wasn't, you know, I, I started to figure out that aspect, but I wasn't understanding like the recording and making it like good quality. But he was, he was recording at a real studio and, and, you know, we started making music together and he started like being like, yo, did you need to record your stuff on real studio stuff? So then I'm trying to sum up a lot. Right. (laughs) But it's like, so then I moved to that and I started recording with that and working with audio engineers. And, and then, um, from that point, I, I moved into like I'm working with these big time studios and not getting what I like, like not getting the sound I like, not getting the quality I like, not getting I'm like so it's like working at your craft every day, you know, and working at like refining the things that are not good, you know, like oh, this is bad, and taking a lot a whole lot of criticism um and weeding out the constructive from it and applying it and applying it and applying it and not being so like sensitive to like, that that's the biggest problem with artists. I think is like, um, you get criticized, you get hate, you get like right now, I'm getting, I'm getting hate, but I'm also getting a lot of love and I'm getting like tenfold. Right. And I'm getting a lot of advice. I'm getting, but you know, I've kind of developed a person who I am and now I can take the good, good out of the bad and apply it. And so,
0: yeah. Because now you're – and I was going to make a joke that, you know, an overnight success that took 15 years to get there, yeah. like 20 years or yeah. whatever. But, um, <coughs> And I want to unpack what you just talked about with, you know, the current state with getting a lot of hate, getting a lot of love and things like that. But before we do, I'd love it if you could go a little bit deeper, you know, it, because what one of the things I think is most fascinating about most people's stories is that there is so much more – than everyone else realizes yeah, like you've been actively working on this for you know two decades mm-hmm. and now you know you know things are where they are but i would imagine that those last 15 20 years or so had a fair amount of adversity and you know criticism and so i'd love to hear from you i want to i want to like get into your mind a little bit and hear why what kept you going why you know why for for 15 years have you kept at it what what's been your what's been the driving force or uh, help me kind of understand the the not quit you know the the
1: the 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 consistency for so long um I think there's there's a part inside of all of us that knows that we have purpose Mm. right like whether you know what that is Doesn't matter, but there's something within all of us that is supposed to create, affect, impact, elevate. Like we're meant for more than what we're doing. And with me, I was blessed with I know that I love this music I'm doing. I know that this is supposed to, I'm supposed to do something with this. I'm supposed to elevate people. I'm supposed to help people with my music. And that is something that once you know your purpose, you can't ignore that. Like, it's always there. Like, it's always knocking. It's You wake up with it. You go to sleep with it. You're thinking about it. And and that's the scary thing, right? That, like, people don't even explore to try to find it because if you do, you can't ignore it. It's there, right? And um, there's definitely been ups and downs of, like, doubt, discouragement. And, you know, I told... <coughs> I have a coach that that helps me on the the fitness and mindset aspect uh, Mike Garrick and I told him you know not a lot of people know about the times that I was in my studio broke down by myself you know and I guess I'll sum it up to when you know your purpose and you find a few people around you that believe in you there's not much that you can't do and for me I definitely had a time that I was broken, and I remember it was just before Who Am I came out, and just before like I really started. I, I really went all in on this. Um, I remember I'd had some conversations with people that that I love that didn't necessarily believe in in this, um, and it, I mean it's hard to like it's it's an astronaut dream. It's a big. It's you know, and I I get it. Um, And at the time in my life, it just felt like everyone, not just my loved ones, but like everyone, the social media, everyone was like, stop, (laughs) you know, stop, stop this. Like you're you got a career, you got a family, you got a like you need to focus on on that. Right. And I remember coming home um, and I I was married, you know, came home to my wife. And in our kitchen, the house that we were renting, um, we didn't own it at the time um breaking down in the the kitchen and just being like maybe it's time to quit you know and and she she pretty much told me that's not an option and if you do i'm out because that's not who i made and like my wife my wife raised me up in that moment right (coughs) and and after after that, and after it's like that calling, it's like I ignored the noise. And I realized all I could hear was my purpose, the people that did believe in me. And I went all in, like, and I've been all in ever since. And I have moments of doubt, and I've constantly. But it's like, not doing this isn't an option yeah, and I won't stop no matter what.
0: I love that I I love what you said about all it takes once you found your purpose is a few folks around you that believe in you. Like we don't need an army. You know, we need three or four battle buddies, I call them, you know, mm-hmm. guys that really have our backs and and you know, help out with it and I, I just relate so much to what you're saying. I think sometimes, you know, that that idea of like finding your purpose is it's terrifying because you know then you're forced out of your comfort zone and you've got to like focus in on it and those ups and downs and doubt and you know those realities when you're chasing a dream i think that's kind of it's admirable because so many people don't have the courage to chase their dreams anyway you mm-hmm. know because if you chase a dream you might fail mm-hmm. if you don't chase your dream you're at least I think, you, you know, a little, little little protection up, you know, some some walls up and some things like that. I relate to that more than, you know, and love how you worded that with just having a few people around you that that believe in you. So knowing that, like once you realize, like, OK, this is my purpose, this is my passion. You even had some some nuggets in there about connecting and elevating and, you know, those things like that. I'd imagine that there's still <laughs> there a fair amount of ups and downs. You know, it's not like the journey's over at that point. Once you've decided that, you know, once you've the clarity becomes the 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 path becomes clear because you've established your purpose. You've got the support group around you. Sounds mm-hmm. like you have an amazing wife, by yeah. the way. My yeah. wife would say the exact same thing if I came home and you know yeah. was tapping out. She'd be like, "Like hell you are! You know, we're yeah. we're gonna keep going," which is amazing. Um, but I'd imagine there's still plenty of of ups and downs do you feel like at that point though you get to you you can weather them better like they're less impactful and it's just sort of like ups and downs at that point and there's not the self doubt that's there before or walk me through kind of the evolution of because i just i think it's so important for so many people to hear that and and whatever their purpose is whatever their passion is yeah you know to once you find that it's not like it's over yeah and and so what's the journey like you know what are the ups and downs like from that moment
1: forward well um the the funny thing about that question is my song tomorrow talks about that like every day is day one Mm. right like it doesn't it doesn't get any easier it doesn't the doubt like there's not times after that moment that i wasn't like broken again you know and it's like I think, um, the key to it, right, isn't that like you're expecting to arrive right because you don't that's the truth, right, and like, like you were talking about you know when you go after a dream, you know there's a chance you might fail, you are gonna fail, you're gonna fail a hundred times, you're gonna fail over and over and over and over. I've been shot down, I've been told I'm too nasally, I've been told. I'm whack 'cause because of my hunting, my firefighter. I don't make sense. I don't look the part. I'm not, like, and I've had my songs that I think are incredible flop, you know? But, like, you're going to fail. That's the point is, like, you know, it's not about achieving it the first time. It's about getting back up and continuing to work, continue to try. Every day is day one. And learning from it and growing, that's the process. That's the whole point, you know? Evolive, ev- like, um, using it to evolve, to become stronger each time, you know? And, and I think for me, um, this has been the biggest thing recently that has, excuse me one second, this has been the biggest thing that has been a, a huge perspective shift for me. And this happened right before all of the, the hype and the, the, you know, the amazing things that have happened that we'll talk about um, when you release a song and it doesn't do well, right? You put out a song and it kind of does mediocre and then you release another one and it, it gets a little hype and then you, it doesn't do anything and doesn't do anything. It doesn't do anything. It's like, you have this hype build up, right? Because, and that's how it is when you're going after your dream. Like you have all this excitement, you have all this drive, you have all this, and then you get to a point that, that you're expecting something to happen. And it doesn't happen, like, and that drop, and you're lost, and it's dark, and that's where the doubt, and that's where the fear, and that's where everything attacks you, right? Discouraged. Mm-hmm. So, for me, that's happened mol- every time I drop a song. That happens, like it's like hype, love, everything, nothing, no love, no <laughs> no no hype, <hive>. only hate, <laughs> only doubt, only my my mind telling me to stop. And this last time I dropped a song. Right before all this happened. And I got a lot of love, a lot of hype, it was doing well. And then it's like, well, what now? Like, what, what's the next thing that I can do to get some people to listen? And, and instead of um, like trying to figure that all out in my heart and in my mind, I'm like, I already know. I gotta get back to work and I gotta stop expecting results from that. You just do the work. You just go through the process because you know that's what you're supposed to do. The
0: process is critical. Yeah. There, you can't skip the process.
1: You can't skip the process. And I guess my point is, is if you're too focused on your expectation or the result or your reward or your prize, you're not focused on the work. Mm. Right. So are you truly doing the best work that you can do? Are you truly giving the process everything?
0: Focused are you, on the wrong things.
1: Yeah. Or are you giving just a mediocre effort because you're hoping that it blows up? And literally that's something that like came into my heart and into my mind right before this happened. When I had the drop off, it's like, well, I know what to do. Get back to work. Turn in. Go a little deeper. Yeah. You know?
0: Yeah. It's like stop looking at the scoreboard and keep playing the game. Exactly. Like, you know, do the work. I love that. Yeah. What a good perspective! You know, it's so funny. So yeah. I'm I've been visiting my parents this weekend. My dad and I went on a we went on Elkhart Thursday, and then uh, it was his 60th birthday, so we did oh, a surprise nice. party for him. But I've been on a, a a journey of you know I've been following several of my passions as well, my my agency that I've started, and the podcast and things like that. Sure. And uh, I was sitting there in his living room telling him that just just a few days ago, what am I missing? I'm like, what am I doing wrong? You know, I've, I mean, I was literally living in those shoes of like, because I was thinking that I should be somewhere else from a results standpoint, mm-hmm. you know, from an outcome standpoint. And and I've been down, you know, those same ups and downs. And then, but when I focus on the work, then you turn around, and you're like, Oh, there's some results. Like things have, you know, things have started to, to fall into place. Things have started to sort of happen. Yeah. What a great reminder of like doing the work and how you can't skip the process. Was that, and, and I'm going to, because I want to s- now talk about, you know, sort of the, these recent happenings, but that song that you mentioned, you sort of thought would go and, and, and didn't, and the timing of that, was that The Mountain?
1: So The Mountain, so to, so when I dropped The Mountain, we put so much into The Mountain, so much time, so much heart, so much like... It's a great song. Y- yeah, I think so too, and, uh, and it, it didn't do well um and that one really took me into that place right that wasn't when I figured all that out like I was I was lost in the mountain for a minute I'm like I'm like I'm I'm like the hunting rapper how is this not doing well like what like why are people not so like why why are hunters not rocking with this like I don't get it like I'm like Come on, yeah. Like, <laughs> I just made a song about elk hunting. Right. Literally, <laughs> yeah, literally. Like, like, and I mean, I guess the song. So the song isn't isn't necessarily about elk hunting. It's about you know overcoming your you know the journey on your mind. And but, elk hunting is where I learned a lot of those lessons. Yeah. So I thought it was fitting to apply a video towards that. But so it was actually weight. Um, I dropped weight with the marine rapper and Kill Will. It did it did well, right? And it, it did decent. Um, it did better than the mountain, you know, it had them on it, which always helps. And, and afterwards I was just like in this place of, uh, like I have song, I have songs like ready, right? Like I are, are in the works, like I have like 10, but it's just like, what's, th- what's the next thing that's going to like get me further out there get people to listen, you know? Cause like my songs aren't necessarily easy to make. Like, I'm, I'm bleeding my heart into them, and yeah. they, they take a lot. And so I wasn't necessarily as discouraged by, like, the, the response of the mountain because I got a good response. It just, it's like I was focused on why are these songs not, like, going crazy, right? right? Like, I, I just, if I, if I heard someone speaking to me through a song like that, I, I would want to rock with them. You know, and I just didn't, I just was like, didn't understand it. And, and I think the faster you can kind of catch that selfish thinking of like, you know, why, why isn't my thing like in popping off, you know? Like, oh, poor me. Yeah. It's like, you're just, you're just being a victim. And I think the process, just like my process of figuring out who I am, it's like all these songs and all that, every time that happened, it got to this point that I started to feel that way. And crazy story about that. So I'm I'm at the fire station and I'm talking to my boy, Mike Garrick, my coach. He's my he's also my my engineer at the station. And um we had that conversation the night before. And I'm like talking to him like and the next day I get up and I'm sitting at the table by myself and I'm like, kinda hypocritical. Like I'm talking to my boy about these things and we're having this deep and I'm spouting off, but it's like I'm not I'm not I'm not doing the work and letting go the letting go of the results, and I finally felt like in my heart I'm like, all right, like let's go, let's lace up, let's do this. Within five minutes, my phone started saying, Hurt, saw you on Jerry." I heard about you on JRE, JRE, Jerry, 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 and I'm like, "What is JRE? <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like, "What?" And I was trying to write a song at the table, or well, I was listening to beats and stuff, and. We didn't have anything going on at that moment, so, and then I figured it out, right? I went and saw a cam, went on there, and and it's just it was interesting to me that that happened in that moment. And wasn't it a accident?
0: Like, it, yeah. it it seems like like it, they accidentally played hundred percent the beginning of it. Yeah, like it wasn't meant to be part of the. You know, talk about who knows if that's destiny or whatever, but like. You know, now when you go back and like when I've gone back and rewatched it, mm-hmm. it seemed like the like he he even goes oop and like you know stops yeah. it and it started playing a little bit, which yeah. spurred the conversation. Well, I mean, what a great yeah shout out miss- shout yeah. out
1: young Jamie on that one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I I think so. He was trying to play a video of a bull that Cam shot, and I think he just played one of the podcast starts where my intro is the podcast, so it started playing just nat- like you know youtube or whatever so i I think it was an accident but i'm super grateful yeah you know well and
0: it's cool too because and i want to hear about that but you know talking about the process too you wrote that song a long time ago i mean at least i don't know the the exact (coughs) timeline but that song's been out for for a while yeah and now it's getting what i'll call the exposure it deserves yeah um and so it's, it's another testament to like trusting the process because mm-hmm. that was part of the process a year ago. Yeah. You know, or however long ago. And now today, charting and, you know, didn't it end up at number eight? Number six. Number six. How yeah. crazy is that? Yeah. So tell, and, and in fact, there's probably people listening that don't uh, know the context. So sure. d- I'll share that. And then I want to hear your experience yeah. since then the good and the bad and everything. But yeah. for anybody listening, You've got a song called Cam Haynes, and it's the intro to Cameron Haynes' uh, podcast, which is the not Lift Run Shoot. It's the Keep Hammering Keep collective. Hammering Collective. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. Um, Cameron Haynes was on Joe Rogan's podcast and played your song while trying to watch a different video of Cam Haynes, yeah. and it, it, it literally went viral there and and blew up um and then it was mentioned a second time on joe rogan which is just really cool one of the things i think was and it speaks to your character and and why i think i've been so drawn to having a conversation with you is i've i've mentioned now several times your authenticity but it was so cool and i and i think it's your your trainer who you were with but you guys were on shift at the fire station in your firefighter you know in your your casual Mm -hmm. firefighter shirts Joe Rogan experience is playing on the TV. You're, you know, you're filming with the clip and you're celebrating and you like, you wore the excitement of the moment on your sleeve, which was so refreshing because so, so many times now, you know, I don't know, people like think they got to be all like calm, cool and collected. And I, you know, I don't know, kind of stoic about stuff, but I'm, I'm that way, you know, when, when great things happen, I'm like, the happiest, you know, I've yeah, the whole world knows it, and that that clip that you shared stands out to me so much. The experience really cool. What was even cooler to me was to see how excited you were that and how impactful you know it was in this like uh, genuine excitement. And this has been maybe it's been a month ago now, it's been a few weeks yeah, for sure, two or three weeks. So, now that we've got the background and, and some of the context, do you mind, you know, kind of what what have things been like? since then
1: um uh, yeah it's it's been pretty unreal like after that happened um he he mentioned it again like on his on. Um, i think this following not the following one but the one after and um yeah i i honestly i started to kind of receive some some like love or some people following and listening and stuff i, I definitely saw an impact Then the day that he said it the second time, I just happened to look online, or on the chart thing. I was like, you know, I have like the Marine rapper who I've done songs with, his charted. And and him and Topher made a song called The Patriot that went number one for a while. And so I I just was like, I wonder. So I checked, and I was like, oh, it's not there. Like I looked at like 200, because I'm like, no way I'm any higher than 200. And then scrolled up, saw it at like 108, and I'm like, what so i i just freaked out and um i actually wrote cam i'm like I'm like yo dog we're like 108 right now and he was like you know it was it was a good a good conversation between me and him but then um yeah since then it's just uh it, it went to number s- number six um i posted videos about it started kind of posting about it and those videos started to do really well getting a lot of views and people interacting um yeah, I've seen a huge change, and in my numbers, you know, as far as like people listening and people engaging and people being introduced, like it—it it was really cool to me to see the mountain getting love. Yeah, like it—it it, it's the second most played video. Like, and I'm like, that one meant a lot to me. So like the fact that it's getting love, like I was just like so grateful, and it's been unreal. Like, um the the support the people reaching out the messages the people finding who am i finding these songs that i've wrote like years ago about things that matter to me and having it affect them and having having it like them write me these personal messages of experiences you know i don't want to share all like that those some of them are pretty deep and it's just like really cool because that's what i was hoping for right like that's why i do this that's like my I'm not I'm not doing this cuz I want to be rich. I'm not doing this cuz I want to be famous. Matter of fact, I hate being in front of the camera. Like I, I absolutely hate. No wonder
0: I'm having camera issues <laughs> today. Yeah. <laughs> no doubt.
1: Like I, I I I my wife, that's her thing, right? Like she's videographer, you know, but like I hate it. I just want to make music and put it out and have people resonate, <laughs> which is why you're going to be successful.
0: And that's so cool to hear I wanna unpack that a little bit more because you know, you talk about these exciting things and you know, the new exposure and the new audience and you know, the play numbers. <laughs> I mean all this all this great lift, I'll call it, since since the new exposure. Yeah. And the most the thing you're the most excited about isn't any of that. It's not new Instagram followers, it's not it's the fact that you're impacting more people. Yeah. That is powerful. I mean it speaks to again, the authenticity that you're bringing to your art, and I just think that that's so powerful because you can tell that you're you really are coming from a place of where you're writing these stories with the intention to actually impact, actually you know lift and and inspire and all that stuff. I, it's just wild. So has that been? You know, you'd, you've mentioned kind of all of these the messages and you know things like that. Does it? What does that feel like? I mean, are you feeling? I, what did tell me how it feels you know when you're when you're seeing these things do you feel satisfied proud what what's what's the primary emotion you're feeling when you're you're realizing that you're starting to impact more
1: people um just i'm grateful gratitude and and i'm humbled that 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 it means something to them you know because it means something to me and you know, that's why I started making music is artists impacted me. And when it's just me and that artist and those headphones, it's just me with them relating, understanding, you know, whether it's motivating, whether it's a heartbreak song, whether whatever it is, that's that's what music is about, right? Connecting. Connecting. And the fact that they're connecting with with stuff that I wrote from my heart and that that i'm just grateful yeah. yeah well and it means it's a real
0: <laughs> a real connection yeah so i'm curious because you mentioned earlier you know love and hate has mm-hmm. it all been positive or are you getting some of the you know the other side of the coin too
1: uh yeah yeah of course you know um i think with the hate it's like i i've had hate you know, since I've started it, right? Like, there's always been people hating on me, saying, like, this, this, that, whatever. And honestly, it doesn't really bother me. Like, it's not for everybody. Like, that's the point, right? Like, and I don't I don't expect everyone to like it. I don't expect everyone to be like, you're the best rapper, this is, like... Like, that's the point, right? We're all supposed to like different things. If we did, if we all like the same thing, that'd be stupid, so it's fine. I think it affects probably the people that care about me more than it affects me. Like, cause they're, they get, they read it and, you know, see that. But it's like, I don't, I don't expect haters not to hate. Like they're, they're going to, but like, I wish, and if there's people hating on me right now that are listening, I really wish you could take your energy and apply it towards something positive in your life. Cause like, like, what are we doing? Like, what is it, what is like spending that energy doing for you? Like rise above it. Like hate on me and like hate on me, but like then like do it quick so you can get back to work. Like stop. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like what is it doing? So
0: yeah, I uh, without telling too much detail, but there there's a, a saying that I that resonates with me, and it's it's this idea that when you're chasing your dreams, people cheer for you because you remind them of their dreams, but when you're at the top. People no longer cheer for you because you remind them that they gave up on theirs, mm-hmm. and you know this kind of like. Mm. Usu- the point of it is is usually hate is a reflection of something that has nothing to do with you. You know, yeah. I had a, a experience without doing any detail, but I started an agency a couple of years ago, and we've experienced rapid success. Like we we we've we've it's been really great, been a really really cool ride, and I had somebody actively trying to tear it down
1: mm-hmm.
0: and man it impacted me like there was there was times when you know I was so upset about it and like my my yeah. feelings were hurt and I you know I was so because I was still I still am you know insecure and like doing like the best I can to you know make this thing happen and sure. it's so hard to sometimes separate be, and this is my question the reason I'm teeing that up so especially when it relates to art and I see it all the time with my production department and my graphic designers and you know things like that when it's your art form it's so difficult to separate the self from the thing right like schaefer from the song mm-hmm. schaefer from the you know the the whatever it is the the outcome and while it's so powerful to have these connections resonated and you know this positive feedback and and you know this uplifting experiences from connecting with people and and the message getting heard my question to you is, is as an artist how do you separate yourself from the art and draw the line between what feedback you allow yourself to feel, you know, cause the, the good stuff's great and the yeah. bad stuff's not part of me wonders if that's not a little conflicting of, you know,
1: like how do we only listen to part of it? Mm-hmm. So crazy, crazy thought with that. Um, so the hate and all that, I, a lot of it you can't like resonate because it's not a lot of it's not true, mm. right? So that's an easy one. That's an easy one, yeah. right? But let me explain something that happened to me before all this happened with Cam Haynes. So, uh, last year, cut a bunch of weight, you know what I mean? And at the beginning of the year, we had some setbacks, even on the impossible task challenge. I've had some setbacks, like whether I make it or not, doesn't matter. It's about like getting like not stopping, right? It's a process, it's a process. So, but Cam Haynes initially coming out before it got all 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 this, it was still doing well, right? Like people like liked the song and were using it, doing these incredible things. So, as an artist, I'm watching all these people do these incredible things when I've had a setback, right? And it's like people are playing my song and it's me in this in the video with them as they're doing they're they're conquering it, they're doing what I but I didn't, but I'm not, and for a while the responsibility of like like i'm not i'm not an athlete, <laughs> you know i'm not but i'm someone that doesn't quit you know and for a, i will say for a time it it was like man am i like a fraud you know like what, what you're talking about right i'm starting to like but i'm like no because i know what i wrote that from and i know where that's at and i i, I lean into that and i think focusing on the noise too much whether it's like that should be a good thing right like seeing that like which it it is don't get me like i love seeing people oh but
0: i get it i can totally see how you know because because you've got a normal life yeah ups and downs just like the rest of us yeah and you've put out this piece of art Mm -hmm. that highlights ups Right. You know, it's. Yeah. I, mean, I, I use it on my stories from time to time when I'm like crushing a run or whatever. Yeah. You know, but I don't use it on my stories when I'm having a bad day. Yeah.
1: Nobody does. it. Nobody's feeling like campaigns when they're, they're <laughs> right. you know, and I, I can't imagine the pressure that he feels. Yeah. Like he's not he's not perfect either. You know what I mean? And it's like, how how hard would that be? You know, or for athletes? I see why people like I just got a minor, minor taste of it. And I'm like, but the th- the way that i reframed it is like it's not about the failure it's not about the setback it's not about the noise whether it's hate whether it's that whether it's it's about like i had my audio engineer um his name is Dakota G uh honestly him and my wife have been like my team like he's i look to him for advice and music and everything and and i remember him telling me something i was like looking for a way to spike my song, like, get attention. And he's like, bro, you have good music. Turn like Stop focusing so much outward and turn inward. And the same time that I was feeling that way about Cam Hain, the song, and, and that's what I try to do. I try to avoid the noise and turn it into what you know, right? Like, your purpose is always there, the good, your reasons, Are always there your why is always there it doesn't lie it doesn't change and from that you can create if you're focused on outwardly things that are talking to you you're not creating purely you're creating out of the noise out of other people's expectations and for me that's what i try to do now and it's still hard you know but like this recent thing with all the attention and stuff it hasn't bothered me and i think that's because I'm trying to turn inward. Like, the day that it happened, I literally left my phone in the other room, and I recorded day one. Yeah. Just because I'm like...
0: The day that it happened?
1: The day it happened. My phone's blowing up. Like, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of messages and this and that, and I'm like... But it's still day one. It's still day one. And I went in, and and I'm excited. I'm excited for you and everybody listening to hear it, because that's the energy i put into that song yeah like it's day one doesn't matter doesn't matter that that's cool doesn't matter i'm i am an artist i need to be back in my art
0: well and it's there's no surprise that that's what works so uh, you know i come i come from a the marketing world but people are desperate for real connection now because we're living in such this world with you know filtered world but so you know to to put it lightly but sure. um you know coming back to this idea of like not worrying about the outcome and just doing the work doing the process doing the thing that you're supposed to be doing and not like trying to have the numbers or go viral or whatever that's why it works because people can see right through you know for anybody out there who's a creator i mean it, if it's the podcast or music or or you know whatever if you're doing it to try to like get an outcome People see right through that because we're so savvy now Mm -hmm. as consumers, and we're living in such a content saturated world now. Anyway, the authentic stuff's the only stuff that
1: that people resonate with, yeah,
0: because they know it. And I think that's why you're starting to see the success that you're seeing, because you're leaning into the authenticity and like who you actually are with it. I mean, I can feel it, you know, from the from from the music. Which brings me to another question. So you got a song. it's called social addiction yeah and i've wrestled with conflicting opinions on that topic um because on one hand you know social media connected you and i yeah social media you know gives us creates communities and gives us an audience and you know there's there's a lot of really great things that can happen with social media there's so many bad things you know the 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 addictions and you know i don't know head down on it sure. so i'm just kind of curious your your take from the social media you know perspective how do you balance that like you mentioned even then earlier turning your phone off to yeah. go record day one how are you personally you know finding the the balance between like the good versus you know not letting it be the the poison that it can be
1: yeah uh that's hard. I think we all deal with it. It's all a struggle. Um, but there's a book that N- uh, Nick D wrote. I don't know if you know who that is. He's I an don't. artist. Um, but he said in it, he's like, you know, if you can focus on consuming less and creating more, right? Like, I think any business, if you look at any business model, it's about providing value to the people you're trying to provide value to and i think that's why when we're consuming or we're doing it for a reason of trying to get paid or trying to like make it or be famous or whatever it doesn't come off authentic because what are you doing it for selfish reasons so it's hard i don't have an answer for it right um i wrote that song because obviously i deal with it too yeah you know and but i think um if you can look at the the tasks that you're doing and you're like am i doing this for a selfish reason or am i doing this you know to try to do good like that's going to solve it in itself because like right if you're scrolling through contra- content for 4 hours are you giving what you could to your family are you giving to your what you could to your 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 purpose your body your mind You know, like I believe there has to be things like, you know, you spend time, you watch a movie with your family. That's great. But do I believe in like Netflix, Netflixing, which I've done it. I ain't ain't knocking it for like 20 hours. No, like we're meant to do good. So every task and every choice that we make, you know, I have a I have a I have a line in in the song that's coming out. It actually comes out at 10 o'clock Mountain Time tomorrow today today well yeah. it's 10 o'clock mountain because it comes out in new york 12 o'clock got it okay, so it's cool. usually a little early over here but um i have a line i'm like um the the what's the first part of it? <laughs> so it's crazy sometimes my songs i don't even write them i'm just like i write part of it and then i rap the rest <laughs> yeah so, but i'd known the main part it's one good choice and my light came on and the point of that is like saying like one choice can change everything, right? The reason why I have this song for for Cam Haynes' podcast is because I took one picture, you know, that was based off of making one video while my wife was getting ready for an elk hunt. Like, I was just like, hey, can you film this real quick while I shoot my bow? Which Cam saw. Then at Christmas time, I was giving out um, his book and Goggin's book for Christmas and I'm sitting down in my studio again in that lost state like oh man what am I going to do oh that's a cool picture click posted it and he reached out in in the comments and it's like one good choice can change everything so when you think about it like that like I can sit here and scroll social media or when you're doing it you're like you know what I should probably go do this because this is going to be a better option that could change your life but it's like do we we don't do that right we're like oh, this isn't hurting anything. This isn't... But is it? Or could it change everything? Yeah. So I think everything we say, everything we do, if we look at it like, is this going to bring value to my life, to the people I love's life, to others' lives? Then then you're going to make that choice. And that's how I try to deal with it. I'm not perfect. I'm not saying I am because I still struggle every day. But that's what I would say is a better option. That's something to think about. You no, know? I love it. And
0: just, I mean, it's as simple as create more than you consume. Yeah. I've got a philosophy that's, that's giver's gain. And I, I really believe that the best way to win is to help others win and to, you know, pour out as much as you can, trust that it will come back. hundred percent. And it will. And in, it always does in indirect ways, like never how you expect it to. Yeah. But I always just live with that philosophy that, that giver's gain. And I think that, you know, create, versus consume is right along the lines with it you know it's 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 a great way to look at that because it is such a great platform when used when used properly um i've got a couple other questions so you're mentioned about the kind of the that moment with the cam haynes song and things like that forgive me but because he's got the the part in it how did the order because i've i've heard you tell the story of and, and we won't have time to unpack all this i wish we did but i I have another philosophy, which is that how we make people feel matters. Um, and you've told the story before of writing that song and just going off a of feel. Like mm-hmm. the words weren't even there. <laughs> and, you know, you're, you're like, you got the rhythm going. And it's just it's a feeling, not mm-hmm. necessarily words yet. And that resonated with me in such a big way because I'm a feeling guy. Yeah. You know, like I lead with heart. I, I'm, I'm all about how we make people feel matters. Um, and so I think it's, it's fascinating, but I know that, uh, you know, you've got his like, uh, verbal, he speaks at the beginning of it. How did all that work out? Did, did, was that recorded specifically for the song? Was that something, a soundbite that, you know, you took elsewhere? Like, how did all of that come together?
1: So, yeah, he, he didn't actually, so that is from his book. Um, so, I was, um, I, I, like you said, I've talked about it before. I, I woke, like he told me that the night I woke up the next day. Like I, I was like, man, what am I supposed to make a song about? You know, like I like, I like him. I, I like what he's about, but like, how do you make a song that doesn't come off corny yeah. about someone? Right. Like I don't, I don't want to be corny. And went created that energy, that's how I created the song. So, um, I don't remember if I sent him the clip with him in it. I think I did. So I actually... Like a sample? hmm So I took... Um, I had the first verse written. The first verse and the bridge. I didn't have the chorus on it, like the part where I say feeling like Cam Haynes. Up to that point, I had it done. And I was like, man, I need this is a long freaking intro like what am i going to put here and i was like luckily I, d- I just listened to his book again on audible and i was like wasn't there a part at the end that was kind of cool or like a and i i just listened and i was like oh that's cool i literally screen recorded it and threw it in there and then that's how it happened yeah i <sighs> screen recorded it converted it to audio threw it in there And then I was like, I need something else. I need some elks. So I had like six bowls bugling at the beginning. It was like all elks (laughs) everywhere coming out, right? And I took a breather from it, went, showed it to some people, and they're like, man, there's freaking elks everywhere. So I I cut some of the elks out, and then I sent it to my my boy Dakota, and I was like, I need this like as fast as you can get it. And he had me a mix by like the next morning.
0: And then you sent that.
1: (laughs) And I sent that to Cam. And he loved it. My I don't think my vocals on Roy was real clear. So it sounded like I was saying Ray, but I was so that's why the Roy is like very drawn out because I wanted it to be clear because I know how important that is to yeah. me. So so he was like, I love it, except for it sounds like you're saying Ray. Like, I am Ray Tough. So I fixed that. Then um so here's a here's another crazy I, I, haven't, I haven't told anybody this part yet so the song that's coming out tomorrow the first part of the chorus was was actually written for that song no way yes so um on day one the give me the mods nobody wants i'll give you my heart i carry the work give me that impossible test i'll give you that unbreakable courage like that part was actually written for this chorus of this song that's coming out tomorrow and I did it to Cam Haynes and it worked, and I was like, "Oh, that's crazy!" And then I obviously I tailored the rest, the rest of the chorus to fit, you know, the the subject. But the reason why this song hasn't come out is because once you have a song in your head, yeah. it's really hard to create something else. Um, but yeah, so the core, the first part of the chorus is written to the song day one, and uh, yeah, so then I wrote the chorus. Um, I think I I think I finished the song in like a week. It was like five or six days. I was just locked in my studio. Yeah. Cuz I thought his podcast was coming out. Like so I was trying to get it done. I was trying to get it out. Send it to him. I released it before his podcast came out because I thought it was coming yeah. out. Yeah. Um his podcast didn't come out for like 4 weeks after. So It's the coolest thing.
0: Yeah. And I love it cuz it's that idea that, you know, process
1: and consistency
0: and doing the work <coughs> the right thing at the right time creating more than you're consuming i mean all of these themes that we've discussed sort of collide yeah you know in in that song and it's just it's just the coolest thing coolest thing ever i have one other question before we run out of time but th- the mountain is one of my favorite songs I've, it w- resonates with me in a huge way and i love the singing portion of it um which I believe her name's Ellie. Yeah. Um, you had mentioned to me that there's a little bit of a backstory, you know, uh, with with her part. And before we do, I just you and her, and I don't know if you've done other songs together or what. You know, I don't know all of your music, but I I know enough to be dangerous. But you just sound so great together. And there's even other songs of yours where the beat is in a similar tone of her voice, and I can just tell that it's like. Yeah. I don't know. I just I love how they they sound together. And you were telling me that there's a, a backstory with Ellie and, and all that. I'd love to hear it.
1: Yeah. So that story is crazy. So that that chorus for Ellie, I so I I wrote it. Most a lot of the choruses I write for the singers. Um I wrote that chorus like three years ago. And I wrote <clears throat> I wrote the song. I had like part of the first verse and i actually wrote that song um so i was on instagram consuming and i saw i saw jelly roll posted a thing saying he was doing features and this is before the ballad of the broken before he went freaking nuclear blown up right he's like i'm doing features reach out to my uh i don't know if it's his boy it's like five oh something boss man or whatever like he he was dealing with the features, so i reached out and i'm like yo i want like i love jelly roll (coughs) reached out uh he sent me back a quote like to do the to to do the chorus it was like it was like i don't know if i should say it It was like six grand or something you know i'm just a firefighter i'm not like you know like which six grand looking at it you know for a jelly roll feature now is like insane in hindsight sure yeah i'd sell a car (laughs) to do that right (laughs) Right. and but i wrote it i wrote it for him because i was like that would be insane if i ever could do that and at the time, I I just couldn't I couldn't swing it. Right? Yeah. Um, a few months later, I reached out again. Jelly was like on the rise, and he's like, "Dude, it'll be like ten grand now." I'm like, oh, "There's no way." Yeah. Um, so I wasn't on TikTok then. Um, and a friend of mine, RJ, he's a part of a singing group called North uh, Northwest <laughs> Northwest Stories. Yeah, he's gonna be pissed that I <laughs> I butchered that. But uh, he was like, "Yo, why don't y- why don't you uh?" Why don't you put it up on TikTok as a duet and see like if singers will sing on it and tell them that you'll uh, you'll pay for, you know, pay for their stuff. So I was like, all right, I did it, put it up and I got like like I would say maybe 60 70 singers all trying to like get it so I'd pay for their studio time and feature them on it. And Ellie was the winner. So Ellie won it and I was like she she crushed it and um. Yeah, she. I paid for her to go to the studio in Colorado. She knocked it out, got it to me fast. Then I just struggled with the lyrics of, of the mountain. Like, literally, I went in. Um, I went down to, to, to Phoenix to open up for Futuristic. He's another rapper. He's, he's um, kind of known there as, like, Phoenix's rapper, right? And I was opening up for him, and on the plane ride... I finished it, and then I I finished the other verse when I got back home, and then then still, like, another year went by, and I didn't put it out, and then finally, because I was, like, it meant so much to me how much I put into the lyrics, like, the depth of aligning, like, going up a mountain and overcoming these obstacles in your mind, like, like, it just meant so much to me, so I was, like, we got to have the right video for it, so, A lot of these lessons I learned while hunting with my dad and with my brothers so I was like it would be fitting to do an elk hunt so I'm like how do we do that how do we and we started working at it and (coughs) got the video done and put it out so so Ellie Ellie was a winner of a contest for a song that I wrote hoping to have jelly roll on it and then (laughs) jelly roll went like crazy right and, like, everybody I know is like, man, you're stupid.
0: <laughs> like, <laughs> could you imagine? Six grand. Yeah. Right? Now it would be 60, yeah. probably. But yeah. how cool. And I think meant to be, though, too. Like, again, part of the part yeah. of the process and the production quality of that video, you know, if, if your wife hears this, they, it is so great. And it was so fun seeing the behind the scenes with, you know, the elk quarters and, and all of that stuff. It's just been, it's so cool to watch, watch your journey and, and, you know, like I said, to to see the, the authenticity that, that you bring to it all. And so I wanna thank you so much for giving yeah. me your time today, because I know it's a, you know it's a Sunday, it's the evening, you've got places to be, and I know your time's valuable, so thank you for that. Thank you for doing what you're doing. Thank you for being authentic. Thank you for being vulnerable. Thank you for creating an art form that connects people and that's real and raw. And the world needs more of that. Thank you for creating more than you consume, and all of these things that we've talked about. uh, It's just great, and I I just I hope you know that you're making an impact. You're impacting people. You're connecting people. You're elevating people. You're you're. I, I just I hope that that you understand, you know how significant it is. You know, it, it's connected us from from state lines and, and however many of other thousands of, of people. And so it matters. And so I really want to want to thank you for that. So I've got a gift for you. Um, it's the inspire by example shirt because it's all tangled because you inspire me you. through your example thank and you the life me. that you're living and the art that you're creating and the stories that you're telling. And uh, I just can't thank you enough, Schaefer. It's been so awesome getting to pick your brain. And I would keep talking to you for hours yeah. if I didn't have my uh, studio rental up. I <laughs> got you. I got me. you. But, uh, but seriously, thank you so much. And keep doing what you're doing because it matters and it's impactful.
1: Hey, brother. I really appreciate you having me on. Thank you. Awesome.